how much is costing you not going out of state? Not just money, but time, energy, and is that allowing you to grow or is that actually holding you back? Welcome back, everyone. In this mini-sode, I'm going to share why you should only invest out of state. I'm so tired of hearing so many investors complaining about their deals not penciling out. I think they're too narrowly focused. So in today's episode, I'm going to share four simple strategies so you can set yourself up for the most success as you invest out of state. For those of you that are just starting freaking out right now, take a deep breath with me. Everything is going to be all right, right? <laughs> now you're freaking out thinking, how the hell am I going to invest out of state? <sighs> Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Take a deep breath. We're not talking about that right now. We'll figure it out, all the details. Let's get started with <laughs> yes. the concept first. Yeah. And and here's the deal. Here's my background to, to kind of share this, right? It's always important to make sure you know who you're getting advice from, right? What their background is. So you know, when my husband and I built our portfolio and we were really building and scaling, we literally had a rule. We did not invest outside of 30 minutes and we invested 30 minutes within the state that we lived in. We had a rule. It was like a, for eight years, it was literally the rule we had. Um, we passed deals up and we live in, we, you know, lived, born and raised and lived in New Jersey, uh, Jersey girl. And so that market started to not make sense anymore which forced us, just literally forced us to start looking elsewhere. And and then we started to slowly invest out of state and start building teams out of state. And now all of our properties are out of state and more than two hours from our house. We don't have, I actually, we have one property left that's within, no, that's not even 30 minutes, it's 45 minutes. So I say this because we went through a big transition and I really want to set you up for success that I think Owning properties out of state actually makes you a much better investor even. It's a bold statement, but I do believe that. So here's here's what it Wait is. Wait a minute, Liz. Let me ask you yeah. a question because I'm curious. Okay. Right? Thinking about what you just said, that you spent eight years investing 30 minutes from where you were because that, that fat feet, uh, it, it did fit your needs, right? Knowing what you know now, how much it cost you and Matt and the company as a whole for not investing out of state earlier? Ooh, that's a good question. You can look at it in a few different ways, right? There's, there's, the, there's the cost of not doing deals that would have made sense. There's the cost of keeping deals within a 30-minute radius that didn't make any sense, but we just, those are our properties, right? That's what we knew. So there's probably, yeah, if I had to add that up, it was a lot, a lot of money and, and energy and, and time. I, I would also say that what, what we learned or what, as I look back, I think our mindset was the biggest limiting factor. We were, we had a, I don't want to say a smaller mindset. I don't know if that's, you know, putting me and my husband under the bus, but I was like, we were in this little, little radius and we weren't thinking truly like business owners, right? As, as entrepreneurs, as real investors, where's the best opportunity? That's what an entrepreneur does. That's what an investor does. They're looking at where are the best opportunities to meet my goals. They're not saying, you know, is it five minutes from my house? They're not thinking that way. It's too narrow, right? So yeah, great question. I have to add up all the money. Um, so here are the four, the four reasons, if you will, to only invest out of state. Number one, it forces you to truly act and be an asset manager versus a property manager. 
And so for those who are not familiar with the term asset manager, some of you, if you're in larger multifamily or syndication, have heard the term. So here's the difference. Property manager deals with the day-to-day operations. They're the doers, okay? Whether you have a single family home or you have a 400 unit apartment complex, doesn't matter. Property manager manages the day-to-day ops. An asset manager actually implements and oversees the business plan, all right, of that investment property. They oversee the financials. They oversee like how are we, quite honestly, increasing the net operating income, right? Reducing expenses, increasing income. That's the name of the game. And they're more strategic. So they're not the doers, they're the strategists. And so once we move from the doing, I mean, I literally put furniture together. I cleaned apartments. I actually really like cleaning. That's probably the Italian in me, but I I really do like that. But once we move from like the doing to like, I can't clean apartments an hour and a half away. I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, I even knew that at that point. So that forces you to be really an asset manager, the leader of the building, the owner of the building, the owner of the building does not do everything in the building. And that mindset shift is key, is key to growing and being an, I I don't care if you have one property out of state, this is effective if you have one or a million, it doesn't matter. Uh, This is not just for scaling and for for large multifamily. I want to share something very quick for those of you that have property in your backyard and you are thinking about, okay, how can I get the experience before I even go out of state? And I'm going to share what I always do, no matter what, if it is on my backyard or in another state, I do the same way. Before I do that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes, but how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. 
So Liz, I think they're like training wheels, right? We can pretend. Let's play pretend. Let's say you have a single family house, a small multi. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if it is long term or short term. Just pretend. Pretend it is out of state. Pretend you cannot meet the HVAC guy to fix whatever. Just pretend, because that is the only way that you can remove yourself from the nitty-gritty operations, that it is not worth it, your time. You think you might be saving money, you're costing. You're costing your business and your life a lot, a lot of time and energy. So here's a pro tip, pretend. Even if you have that in your backyard, pretend that it is out of state. I love it. So here's the, this, this really is a nice ducktails into my second point. By, by investing only out of state, I really believe you increase your opportunity for better deals, especially right now, right? And make, you know, properties and investments just making financial sense, midst of interest rates, midst of properties still being overpriced and, uh, and competitive, right? There's still competition and so there's a level of competition. I think distressed owners are going up. I think you're going to see, you know, there's going to be more opportunities as we continue on, but who knows? So, so by looking at one area and 30 minute radius, you're limited. You are limited. Uh, especially if you're in a high cost area, like a California, you're in a New Jersey, a New York. Whoa. Uh, you know, that's limiting to me. So it just expands the opportunity for, for more opportunities that make sense. So that's the second one. The third one. And I love this one. Even though I'm not a process person, I actually really love processes and systems. I don't love creating them. I'm not really good at that, but I'm really good at like seeing the value of them and then following them and saying, we need, it is this, this makes sense. So what it does by, by investing out of state is it forces you to run your property with a system and a process. There's no other way to run a property out of state and not actually have a system for leasing, right? For everything when it comes to, uh, to even managing a property manager, you need to have a system and a process, you know, vacancy, you're, you're meeting with them once a week. How are we doing with vacancy? How are we doing with maintenance requests? How are we doing with preventative maintenance? It's getting ready for the winter. We're in the Northeast. You know, do we have the, the, you know, snow, snow plow contract in place? Whatever those things are, right? You need to manage your, your property manager and you need to have the systems in place. There's just no other way to do it. If you're, it just forces you to do that. And I think we really, as I look back, increased our, our, our processes, our systems to, to handle not just volume, but out of state. So that's the, that's the third one. And the fourth one is pretty obvious. And I think Andressa, um, mentioned it, alluded to it, but it forces you to build a team. I don't see how you can buy a property out of state that's not local to you and you do it without anyone helping you. I don't, I don't see how that happens. And so that's scary for a lot of people because they're used, right? So many of the women that we serve, especially in our, our Strive Mentorship Program are just, they're solopreneurs. They're scaling by themselves and we need to stop doing that. So it forces you to build a team. There's no other way. And here's a tip that I would recommend. People are like, yeah, that, I understand that. I've heard that before. When you buy that property out of state, I want you to also think about who's going to be my owner's rep. It's not just boots on the ground. I don't want some random person walking my property. I mean, who really wants just boots on the ground? I get why we say that, but I don't just want like a, like someone walking my property. I want someone who actually represents my interests. Property manager will always represent their own interests. They're their own company, unless you own the property management company. 
So you want to have someone that represents you local to the property. That could be a realtor. That could be somebody that you're, that's mentoring under you. That could be, you fill in the blank. It could be a variety of people, but somebody that you pay or have some sort of agreement with that is your eyes and ears, you know, on a weekly basis, other, every other week basis. I think that's really makes, obviously makes sense. It's a, it's a tangible asset. So for me, I, you know, people are like, Oh, I've never seen the property. I get that, but someone needs to see the property right? Someone needs to be local to it. It is still a, a tangible asset that we're investing in. It doesn't have to be you, but I kind of want someone that represents me to see that and what's happening. So that's the last tip when you're setting yourself up for success. And, you know, again, for it truly, it allows you to be that asset manager, think and act like an asset manager, not a property manager. Two, it expands your opportunity for more deals. Three, you run, run your business with processes and systems. It forces you to. And the fourth one, it forces you to run with other people, especially hiring like or having that owner's rep. I love that. And for those of you that are thinking, well, that's a lot of work. Here's the question that I have for you. I started with that question and I'm going to end with that question. How much is costing you not going out of state? Not just money, but time, energy. And is that allowing you to grow or is that actually holding you back? Take some some time to really dig deep and answer that question and let us know how can we support you in your next step. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.